Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Panoptic Perspectives. I'm your host, Derek. Uh, Again, solo this week. It is book week. And today, uh, we're actually going to talk about some children's literature. Uh, I love children's literature. Uh, I, my mother, uh, is a big fan of children's literature as well. And I, I imagine that probably instilled uh, my love for it, uh, or at least played a part, a part in that. And, uh, I, I will say now finally having, uh, two young kids, one of the best parts is the opportunity to, uh, read these books to them and introduce them to these stories. And it's wonderful. So I want to highlight one book in particular that I enjoy, and that is Mike Mulligan and his steam shovel by Virginia Lee Burton. And, uh, I actually have this book. <laughs> so I have this book in a, in a treasury edition with uh, a few other of her stories. And uh, I bought this because uh, it was on sale at Barnes & Noble probably five years before my daughter was born, I think. So <laughs> I was clearly excited about it. Um, and uh, yeah, I I love this story. It uh, The art in it is fantastic. And the story is... Uh, excellent. It's it's uh, it's a wonderful story about creative destruction and uh, how that works. In ter- you know, if we're going to go economics for a second, that that element is in there. Um, but it's a story of a of a steam shovel and how you know it was productive um, and more efficient options came along and this sort of push the steam shovel out of the city, out of the big city where it was operating out towards the country. And there it, um, it, it got the opportunity to do a job that was going to be required, um, to be done by hand. And, uh, and so they steam shovel, uh, digs out a a hole for a, a building there that originally was going to be done by hand. And in the end, uh, they were going so quickly because the question was if they could get it done in a day. And, um, and they went so quickly that the, they forgot to build the ramp out. And so the steam shovel, uh, ends up being converted to the boiler, uh, of the, of the building. And the, uh, I mean, it's a quasi anthropomorphized steam shovel. And so, uh, the steam shovel driver decides to become the janitor to the building and live in the basement with his uh, steam shovel converted into boiler. And uh, yeah, it's it, it's a great story, um, and I just it contains so many good lessons too. One of which is uh, you know the creative const- uh, destruction idea, but also that as technology improves or as innovations happen yes it goes to certain areas first right um like the big city first had the steam shovel and first had the the newer newer shovels as well um and the the, you know the more efficient options went there first but the fact that the city got that better technology meant that the people further out from the city 
uh, got the opportunity to have a steam shovel handle their, their digging and not have to do it by hand. And this is how innovation works, right? It, it, yes, it's expensive at first, and that means a smaller segment of uh, you know, the population uh, has access to it first. But over time, especially as innovation continues to excel, it pushes out further and further into society, um, basically. The, hence the sort of moving out from the city. And, uh, you know, this is... Um, the, we see this, I think, most clearly, in part because it's the least interfered uh, by government, in the realm of technology, you know. We see that something like... Um, cell phones, you know, uh, smartphones that come out and are first ridiculously expensive and and very few people are using them. And then, you know, uh, at this point, most everyone has a smartphone, you know? Yeah, there are people that don't, but most people do have one. So, um, you know, it's, uh, that's the way it works, I guess, is, is technology moves in that direction. And, it's great to see that reflected in children's literature because it's the kind of thing that I know um, as I'm, we're homeschooling uh, the kids and as I'm, as I do that um, throughout time and try to uh, teach them new things, I'll be able to call back on stories and there's lots of children's literature you can do this with, uh, to be able to call back on stories that they uh, were familiar with as a kid and use those as examples of some larger phenomena or idea that I'll be teaching them uh, as they're older. And so that that's fantastic. And uh, yeah, so check out some children's literature, uh, you know, even if you don't have kids. It's, there's great stuff in there. There's wonderful life lessons. It's worth your time.